us humans have an awful habit of trying to kid ourselves that we fully understand the idea of feelings. We talk a lot about, I know what you mean, I, I understand. But really, when it comes to it, how, how well do we know what the other person means when we're talking to them? How well do we really fully understand? Looking at the bigger picture, looking at some of the disasters that are happening or have happened recently in the global context, like the earthquakes in Turkey or the war in the Ukraine, and we can sit back and watch the media feed and say, oh, that must be awful. Um, you know, God, you know, try, trying to in some way describe casually um, what it must feel like to live in a world that has been literally turned upside down, where your home is gone, your family have died or are injured, there's no food, there's no water, there's nothing. Um, and yet we kid ourselves that we in some way would, would maybe partly understand what's going on. Maybe there's a mechanism to, to disguise how we would feel if we were being truthful, how much fear that would evoke. Immediately brought to mind um, the Bush administration and their abject failure to deal with the uh, Hurricane Katrina and how well people deal with crisis when they're thrown at them. It's a roundabout way of trying to introduce the notion of empathy. And in the context of sales, empathy is hugely important. Yet some of us fail to recognize that, some of us struggle to deal with it, and others simply just don't believe it. So what I'm going to talk to you about in this podcast is about the importance of empathy in sales and I can't really do that without referencing Daniel Goldman's book, Emotional Intelligence, which was published way back in 1995, but has sold well over 5 million copies. It's been a bestseller in every list that's of any way significant, including um, the New York Times list. I have read it a few years ago, and I would do some sessions with it with clients where I feel it's relevant, and in sales it's relevant in every single case. So I'd like to begin by giving you a quote from the book. Empathy is the capacity for knowing how someone else is feeling and for sensing what they might be thinking. It is the foundation for intimacy and close relationships and essential for effective functioning in any situation that requires working with others, whether in business, education, politics or personal affairs. That quote from the book really sums up uh, an excellent definition of empathy and the core of Goldman's book is that IQ alone is not enough to determine success and he would argue very, very convincingly that EQ or emotional intelligence is more significant when it comes to plotting a path for success. And so you look at the, the final line, whether in business, education, politics or personal affairs, being empathetic to the needs of the other person will help you cultivate better relationships, reduce the conflict and get you to the position of win-win for everybody. So let's try and pivot that into the sales context. Empathy in sales is crucial. Anybody who is successful in sales has a thorough understanding of themselves insofar as they are self-aware of their own emotional behavior, but they are also able to understand and manage the behavior of other people. So the, the book um, Emotional Intelligence is broken down into three sections. 
first part gives an overview of emotional intelligence, including history and the scientific basis. Goldman presents a fairly compelling evidence to support his argument that emotional intelligence is more significant than IQ in predicting success. The second part explores the five components of emotional intelligence, self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, empathy, and social skills, and the contribution that they make to success. And then the third part of the book examines the applications of emotional intelligence in the different areas of life, relationships, education, and the workplace. And I want to specifically talk about the workplace. And the first thing that you kind of need to understand is that I use the example of the, the journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step. I don't think it begins with the first step. I think it begins with awareness. And I think everything begins with awareness. And so before you can start to manage how you deal with the emotions of other people, you need to take a long, hard, slow look at your own uh, behavior and be aware of how you behave Normally, under stress, what triggers your anxieties um, so that you can better prepare and deal with what lies ahead in the day-to-day life of a salesperson. So conflict, happiness, uh, anxiety, anger, frustration, rage, whatever, whatever comes your way, you need to be ready for that. But you also need to have a good understanding of your contribution to that. Let's say for the for the sake of this podcast, we're all about the win-win. We're not always about the win-win, but for the sake of this podcast, we're about the win-win. For that to happen, you need to be clearly on top of your own game, be self-aware so that you can self-regulate, and then you need to be able to have, a, have an idea of the emotions uh, that are driving the other person. In previous episodes, I've talked about the difference between position and interest in a negotiation where the position will be yes, no, or maybe, and the interest is the motivator behind the yes, no, or maybe. And your salesperson's world is made so much better if you are able to get an understanding of what's motivating the actions and decisions of the person you are trying to trade with. Another thing that I think is really, really important is the idea of listening. Everybody talks about empathetic listening, but how, ma- how many of us are actually really engaged in it? Um, active listening and empathetic listening is so important in sales. It's, it's not about you know listening to respond. It's about listening to understand. And more often than not, it's about what the person doesn't say as to what they do say. That's really, really important which takes you back into face-to-face meetings and takes you back into communicating all the time on emails or texts or on phone calls where you miss the non-verbal communication, um, eyes up to the left, eyes down to the right, folded arms, crossed legs, whatever it is. You don't have to be a scientist in that field to get a good sense of what objections that the person is physically presenting to you when you're negotiating with them. Empathy also leads to a better way to understand the needs of the other person. Of course, this is all predicated on the idea that you want to improve your relationships and enhance your, your, your skills. But these soft skills, as I've said many, many times, are the skills that are dominating the sales landscape. When it comes to selling two cars for two, uh, two different dealerships, those cars aren't dramatically different if they're being bought or considered by the same audience. 
an executive car, a family car, a four by four, they will all share very similar characteristics. What isn't shared or copyable is the behavior of the people, the people that are interested in trying to get to know the customer, to understand pace, to understand the language to use, to understand their positioning, to understand the body language, to understand um, how to really, really listen and make that person feel as if they're the only person in the room. And you can't talk about that being natural. That's not naturally born. That's Some of it is. Some of it might uh, be impacted on your environment and the, the soft skills of your your parents or your peers or those people that you've worked with for a long time, but it's something that can be trained and something that can be upskilled. And I definitely recommend that you go and buy the book. I would definitely recommend you go and take a look at some of his work on the, t- the TED Talks. Um, I would also say you go and Google some of his speeches and how he approaches things on YouTube because he has a really, really because he's the author of it, he, did, he didn't invent emotional intelligence, but he's the author of his book. And in 1995, this was very, very pioneering. I believe there were two other American guys, psychologists, who had come up with the idea in the first place. But it's not really any secret sauce. I've been working with customers who always talk about the importance of trying to see the picture in the other person's head. And if you're only looking at what's presented in front of you, you kind of miss a lot of what's going on in the background. And, and that stuff is really important. Um, thanks for tuning in and for listening this far. If it's something that you're interested in talking about further, please feel free to get in touch, paul at shift-control.co.uk. But if it's made you think for at least five or ten minutes, then that can maybe propel you into thinking about it more long-term and having a look at how you prepare for discussions with your salespeople, how well organized you are, how being not well organized might put you in a state of flux or a state of anxiety, how that anxiety can transfer badly into a sales discussion, etc., etc. You know, um, holding the mirror up is a really important thing to be able to do. It, it takes a lot of confidence and a lot of courage to do it. It's not, it's not really easy for a lot of people, but if you really want to improve what you're doing in sales and negotiation in particular, then it's a really good place to start. Thanks for listening and I will uh, talk to you soon.